Hey everyone, and welcome to Tap Outs and Three Counts. I'm your host, Nicole Scott, and today is the first episode of my new podcast. Now, I've had this idea for quite some time now, and I've been excited and anxious to make this idea a reality. I really wanted to create a platform where myself and my listeners could discuss all things world wrestling entertainment. This podcast will air Saturdays before every WWE pay-per-view. During this time, I will review the current week's Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live episodes and make predictions for the upcoming pay-per-view. I will also report on the WWE news inside and outside the ring that you may have missed, and we will finish with a fun segment I like to call the Theme Song Challenge. So what do you say? Let's get started. So we started the week off with the 25th anniversary of Raw. Um, This Raw actually takes place in two different venues, the Manhattan Center and the Barclays Center. Um, We start the show with Stephanie and Shane in the ring, who present us with the man who we have to thank for these 25 years of Raw, Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself. So he gets in the ring and... Shane and Stephanie, um, they present Vince with a commemorative plaque, um, that they actually set up a GoFundMe for, and said they didn't get a lot of money. Um, Vince, playing him, his heel self, says that it looks cheap, and that, um, he deserves more, as he is the only person to thank for these 25 years. Then out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, Stone Cold and Vince obviously have quite the history. Um, So Stone Cold comes out and Vince is telling him that he is older now and he is not the same man he used to be, but his son Shane is still in his prime. So what does Stone Cold do other than give Shane McMahon a stunner? Uh, after that, Vince grabs a couple beers um, for himself and for Stone Cold, um, where they look like they're going to share a beer. And then as Vince is leaving the ring, Stone Cold stunners Vince. So that was a fun segment. Um, we've, we also had uh, Shane McMahon get up one more time, share a quick beer with uh, Stone Cold, and then ends up getting stunned by Stone Cold again. From there, we go into our first match of the evening, uh, eight-woman tag team match. So we've got Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Nia Jax, and Alicia Fox versus Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mickey James, and Asuka. Because um, we don't have a lot of time, I'm just basically going to go through um, who won the match, and if anything significant happened, I'll uh, mention that. So for this match, we have um, Sasha Banks getting the win on Alicia Fox um, when Alicia submits to the Banks statement. After the match, uh, the winning team is in the ring, and Asuka actually ends up throwing her teammates over the top rope. So I thought this was an interesting way to perhaps foreshadow what's going to happen on Sunday 
as a lot of people think Asuka is actually going to win the Royal Rumble. Next, we head back to the uh, Manhattan Center where they're playing a video segment about The Undertaker. So, at the Manhattan Center, I should mention that they had the old school ring, uh, they had the red, white, and blue ropes, uh, the old steel barricades, um, so The Undertaker came out and they did his, uh, his older entrance, um, for instance, they didn't dim the lights when he came out, um, The Undertaker cut a promo, now, it's hard to say whether this promo was his final goodbye or whether or not he is going to um, have one more match. So we're just going to have to wait to see what unfolds from that. Now, one of my favorite segments of the night actually happened backstage um, where we had the APA and they set up an office um, where they were playing poker with uh, a few of the um, current superstars and some superstars from the past. Um, so throughout the night, uh, they would um, cut back to the poker game and we would see more and more people uh, that would be participating. So for instance, um, we, we started off with a Rhino and Heath Slater where the the million dollar man Ted DiBiase comes in. Um, we also have MVP, Jeff Hardy, The Usos, um, Natalia. Who else do we have? We had um, we had Titus Worldwide. Um, just to uh, name a couple, I uh, I'm probably missing a few, but um, yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite favorite segments just because I used to love watching the APA so yeah that was great when we come back to the ring um Christian is actually in there and he is doing the peep show so he has a couple guests on um Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan um now I'll probably get a bit of backlash for this but I've got to say that Jason Jordan could be quite the heel. He's just such, like, an entitled um, son to Kurt Angle who thinks that Kurt's going to give everything to him and he'll fix everything. So I'm, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with Jason. Um, but during that segment, uh, Seamus and Cesaro uh, interrupt. Um, just to continue the storyline between them before tomorrow's match. Next, we head backstage where we see Alexa Bliss, who is greeted by Charlotte Flair and eventually Ric Flair, who basically states that Charlotte is going to be champ tomorrow, next week, next month, and pretty well until she hangs up the boots. And I forgot to mention before that and before the uh, peep show, we actually were introduced to some of the greatest GMs. Um, so we had John Laronitis, Eric Bischoff, William Regal, and Daniel Bryan. Um, 
Daniel Bryan um, begins his yes chant and is interrupted by um, The Miz. So this starts um, the Intercontinental Championship of The Miz versus Roman Reigns. So this was a really great match. Um, I really enjoyed it just for the fact of um, a lot of the t- like a lot of it had to do with actually the camera work because uh, I didn't even see the Miz take off the um, take off the the turnbuckle to make it exposed um, because that ends up how he wins the title from Roman when he goes headfirst into the exposed turnbuckle and then Miz performs um, a second skull crushing finale for the win. When we come back, we come back to the Manhattan Center where we have um, another match versus, um, or sorry, with uh, Bray Wyatt versus the Woken Matt Hardy. Now, I'm a little confused on why this match happened tonight as I didn't feel that the story was fully told yet. Um, I do believe they ended the match appropriately with uh, Bray Bray winning with uh, Sister Abigail. Um, I think this because I don't think Matt Hardy should win until... Uh, Bray is rid of Sister Abigail, um, just because, um, Matt's heart, Matt Hardy's looking to delete, um, Sister Abigail from Bray, so I think that is when Matt will finally get the win on Bray. After that, we head back to the Barclays Center, where we are introduced to some of the greatest female wrestlers. Um, so the Bella Twins come out, Maurice, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Terry Reynolds, Jacqueline, Maria Canellis, um, Trish Stratus, Tori Wilson, and Lillian Garcia. Um, so that was basically it for that segment. Um, from there, we head backstage where we have Elias, who is confronted by none other than Chris Jericho, who has a song for him. And he asks Elias if he can borrow his guitar. Elias says no, and Jericho ends up having a guitar anyways. And basically, Elias, you just made the list. Um, for those of you that don't know what that means, just go back and watch some Jericho footage, um, before he left, and you will, uh, begin to understand what that means. Um, so we go to commercial break, and when we come back, Elias is in the center of the ring, um, with his guitar, obviously, and he begins insulting, um, Jimmy Fallon, who was there, um, Brooklyn, um, and during that time, John Cena interrupts, um, he attempts an AA on Elias, but Elias ends up, um, low-blowing him, and, uh, then hits him in the back with his guitar, so I think 
we may be seeing the beginning of a feud between John Cena and Elias. From there, we had a quick match between Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil versus Rhino and Heath Slater, with the Deadly Boys coming out to interrupt and put Heath through a table. Um, so that was a pretty quick and meaningless segment. Um, from there, we go backstage where we have Charlie Caruso, who introduces AJ Styles. Um, before the interview even starts, um, AJ interrupts her and, um, basically replaces her with none other than Mean Jean Okerlund. Um, so that was really fun to see Mean Jean interview. Um, and also AJ's attempt at a Hulk Hogan impression. So that was that. And then we went to commercial break. And when we came back, we were back in the Manhattan Center, um, where we were introduced to none other than Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Um, so we have DX, and then the New Age Outlaws come out, we've got X-Pac, we've got um, Scott Hall. Um, so they meet in the middle of the ring um, and do the uh, Too Sweet symbol. Um, as soon as that happened, um, Balor's music hit and the Balor Club comes out with, uh, Gallows and Anderson, of course. And they look like they're going to, to face off, um, but they all end up in a circle and they do the two, two sweet sign together. Um, from there, the revival comes out and they have a quick match against Gallows and Anderson. Um, Gallows and Anderson end up defeating the Revival, and once they're defeated, the Revival tries to pick a fight with uh, DX and the New Age Outlaws and that group, and then they all end up doing their finishing or signature moves on the Revival, which was very cool to see. And the last segment of the night was... Kurt Angle coming out, and he comes out with a number of people by his side. Um, so we've got current roster people and legends that we saw throughout the night. Um, so Braun comes out first, um, then Kane comes out, and then Brock comes out. So we have Brock F5-ing Kane. Um, Brock attempts to, um, well he does get a spear on Braun, and then Braun ends up putting Brock through a table. So that is really how the night ends, um, whether or not they're foreshadowing what's going to be the outcome for Sunday, we're just going to have to wait and see. Next we have um, Tuesday's Smackdown Live. So we start off with um, Cammy in the ring, as AJ Styles likes to call them, um, otherwise known as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, um, where they discuss the Yep movement. AJ comes out and basically uh, says nope to them. Uh, then Cami ends up saying that um, in, a, in an interview that he said he could defeat both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in one night. So 
basically they were putting him up to that challenge. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out and um, apparently was going to put a stop to it, but AJ accepted um, because he believes Bryan is in bed with them. Um, so we've got our main event for Tuesday Night SmackDown. So our first match of the night is Jay Uso versus Gable, or Chad Gable. Um, this was a really great technical match, um, with Gable end- ending up winning, uh, clean over Jay Uso. Um, second match of the night was Naomi versus Liv Morgan. So... I really find that Liv Morgan isn't really getting any sort of reaction from the crowd. Um, and I honestly, I don't know how I felt about this match. Just because it seemed like there was a screw up with the ref. Um, he stopped counting uh, when Naomi's shoulders were still down. So the match technically should have ended there, but... Um, Naomi ends up winning, uh, in the end with a sunset flip. The third match of the night was Baron Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, this was a really great match as well. Um, but my favorite part was Randy Orton coming out at the end to RKO them both. Um, he got quite the pop from the crowd, which was nice to see. And the fourth match of the night was the New Day and Bobby Roode versus Jinder, Rusev, and Aiden English. So, the most interesting part I found of this match was actually the entrance um, with Xavier Woods seeming to put over Bobby Roode. Um, I just found this kind of uh, strange because... Uh, Xavier lost a chance to get the United States title. Um, so apparently Xavier, Xavier does not hold a grudge. Which I guess is good. <laughs> Who knows. Um, on to the last um, matches of the night I should say. We've got AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens first. Um, this is a pretty quick match. Where we have Kevin Owen losing to the uh, calf crusher, the calf crusher. Um, after that, after the bell rings, um, we've got Sammy coming out to um, beat down AJ Styles before the bell actually rings uh, for their match to start. Um, Sammy really showed himself off in this match, I think. Um, and he ends up winning, um, against AJ Styles. So, um, I really enjoyed that match. I really enjoyed, uh, SmackDown and Raw this week. Um, so next I'm going to go on to my predictions for tomorrow's Royal Rumble. So, as far as I know, there are three kickoff matches. Um, to start off the night, we have... Kalisto, Linsterado, and Grand Metalik versus TJP, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. Um, I believe Drew, uh, Drew's team will win um, just because they 
were seeming to be pushing him before Enzo got released, so I think we'll continue in that direction, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, next match on the card would be Gallows and Anderson versus The Revival. So I'm hoping that Gallows and Anderson will win. Um, just because I'm a little biased in it being the year of the Balor Club. And the fact that they made the revival look a little bit weak at Raw 25 this week. So I'm not sure what that's all about. And the last match on the kickoff show is going to be Bobby Roode's open challenge for the United States title. Um, so I believe... This is when Dolph Ziggler is going to come back. Um, We haven't seen him on TV in a while. So I have a feeling that he's going to win. Just because I heard rumors that they are going to be giving him a big push. Um, But again, Bobby Roode just got the title. So it's, it's hard to say the outcome of this match or even if Dolph... Ziggler is going to be in it. So the first match on the um, on the main show is going to be the Usos versus Gable and Benjamin. Now I believe the Usos are going to retain just for the fact that I don't believe their title reign is over yet, but I do believe that they will win two to one, um, just for the simple fact to. Uh, make um to make Gable and Benjamin still look strong uh this is a two out of threes match um just in case you didn't know um from there I believe they'll go into the Raw Tag Team Championships which is going to be Rollins and Jordan versus The Bar now for this match I believe that Rollins and Jordan will retain just because I believe they want to make something big out of Jordan. I'm not quite sure what they're going to do yet, but I think that uh, they'll retain for quite some time. And from there, we'll go into what I like to say is the first of four main events that night. Um, So to start off, we have Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman versus Kane, I believe that Brock Lesnar is going to retain um, and probably keep the title till WrestleMania. What I think is going to happen is that um, Brock Lesnar is going to win by pinning Kane um, just because I don't think that they want um, Braun to actually take the pin. The second main event match for the Royal Rumble is going to be AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think, Ke- er, sorry, I think AJ is going to retain here. Um, <laughs> I know it sounds like it's going to be a night of retaining titles, but I just think that they're not going to put co-champions um, going into WrestleMania. But that's just my thought. Um, So yeah, I think AJ is going to retain. 
And then from there, we're going to go into the Women's Royal Rumble match. Um, as far as confirmed entrants go, the ones that I know of are Asuka, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Lana, Natalia, Mickey James, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, and Tamina. So I believe that was about 18 people. Um, so we have about 12 that are going to be surprise entrants. Um, as far as people go that are on the main roster but haven't been announced, I think Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke are going to be one of those people that make, let's say, Asuka look strong by knocking them out of the ring quick. Um, for people from NXT, I think they should bring up um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce for sure. I think it would be really interesting if they had a women's tag team division. Um, that would honestly bring me in to watch even more than I already do. Um, as far as older divas coming back, um, I definitely think Brie and Nikki Bella will make an appearance. Um, Lita, uh, I found it a little weird that she wasn't at Raw 25, so I'm wondering if the reason she wasn't there is because they really wanted to make her a surprise entrant for the Royal Rumble. I also believe that Trish Stratus will be there, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Jacqueline, um, just because they all looked like they were in ring shape and they were all at Raw 25. I also think that Beth Phoenix is a possibility. Um, she is the current commentator for the Mixed Match Challenge. Um, so I think it's easy enough for her to make a quick appearance. Um, and what I believe is going to actually end the match, um, who's going to be number 30, is Stephanie McMahon. Uh, I know she's going to be the commentator for the Women's Royal Rumble, but I thought it would be an amazing heel move for her to, her music to hit at number 30, and she just walk into the ring. Uh, she would definitely get a lot of heat for that, so I thought that would be cool. And the last match of the evening, I believe, will be the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, as far as confirmed entrants go for this, I am aware of The Miz, Ty Dillinger, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Elias, John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, Rusev, Aiden English, Finn Balor, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Baron Corbin, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, and Roman Reigns. As far as surprise entrants go, from the main roster, I think Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley will be in it. I think that um, one or the other is going to throw one or the other over the top rope. 
Um, as far as returns from injury, I definitely think Jeff Hardy is a possibility. Um, I also put down Big Cass, even though that's probably not going to happen, but a girl can dream. Uh, I also think Neville is a possibility, just because I think they're going to bring him back and he is, instead of, instead of being a part of the cruiserweights, um, that whole be in the title line for the U.S. Championship or the Intercontinental Championship. So, I also see after losing the match to Brock and Kane, Braun Strowman coming out. Um, I could honestly see him winning just for the fact of him facing Brock Lesnar one-on-one at WrestleMania and winning that way. I could also see Pete Dunne, um, for those of you who don't know who that is, he is the WWE UK Champion. Um, I, al- I also believe EC3 is a possibility, as he cancelled an appearance um, at the Wrestling Renegade Revolution. Uh, Batista, he is between movies right now. And I know he wants to make one last time, or one last full-time run. So, we'll see if that happens. Um, MVP is a possibility, uh, just because we saw him at Raw 25. So, uh, he's definitely, definitely an option. Um, I also heard a rumor that Kenny Omega might be in it. Um, I don't know how true this is, but... It was reported that um, the New Japan Pro Wrestling owner was okay with sharing Kenny Omega with WWE just so um, New Japan Pro Wrestlers get familiar with WWE and vice versa. Um, That would be good for both their businesses. And my last pick would have to be Daniel Bryan. Um, there are so many rumors going around that he is going to be in it. I would personally love that. Um, I'd love to see him versus AJ Styles. But, again, who knows if he's been cleared by WWE. So, this may be, um, wishful thinking. Now on to WWE news. Um, Because we don't have a lot of time left, um, I'm just going to address the main news topic of this week, which would be Enzo. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm I'm not going to speculate, just that he has been um, allegedly accused of... um, rape and WWE has let him go. Um, That is really all I'm going to say about that until um, further evidence is is brought up. Um, So stay tuned. 
Now our last segment of the podcast is going to be the theme song challenge. Um, I gave you guys a little preview into the theme song challenge for this week in my teaser. Um, So I'm just going to play that for you guys real quick. Tell me where to go, tell me what to do. I'll be right there for you. Tell me what to say, no matter if it's true. I'll say it all for you, for you. I used to be the type of kid that would always think the sky is falling. Why am I so differently wired? Am I am- can you guess what pay-per-view that theme song was from? You can leave your answer to the theme song challenge in the comments section of today's Instagram post. Also, if you'd like to leave a comment or just share your thoughts and opinions on anything WWE, please follow the podcast on Instagram at tapouts and three counts podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Tap Outs and Three Counts. Until next time, I'm your host, Nicole Scott.